You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Before we begin, I'd love to highlight our sponsor, Jane, an all-in-one practice management software. The team at Jane recognizes how much of a compassionate ally you are to your clients and they work hard to be the same for you. From day one, you can expect unlimited customer support, thorough onboarding that sets you up for success, and a 99.99% software reliability that ensures Jane is always ready to start the day with you. Just as you are always learning and improving, Jane is too. The team at Jane values customer feedback and uses it to design even more helpful features. So you can think of Jane as a software that grows with you. If you're ready to start your Jane journey, you can head to jane.app slash start. And that is jane.app slash start and use the code NURSECEO at sign up for a one month grace period. Apply to your new account. All right, let's get back to the show. Hi, this is Katie Harris, uh, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneurs Podcast. Today, I have Anthony Swain on with us, who is the financially fit nurse. Anthony, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, Katie, thank you for having me so much. I I actually heard about your podcast uh, months ago, um, just from listening on to somebody else's. And then I saw you recently just did one with Emily and Ryan, which are both good friends of mine. So I'm happy to be on the show, you know, shortly after them. But yeah, basically, uh, been a travel nurse uh, since 2016. And, uh, you know, that really sparked, you know, when I graduated and became a nurse, I really didn't have much financial direction. You know, uh, you know, they don't really teach us much of that in nursing schools, if at all. And, uh, you know, once I started travel nursing, I realized I had, you know, quite a bit more income, and I realized I needed to have a plan and do something with it. And that's what really made me dive into finances and educating myself as much as possible. And that was what kind of led to the social media page. I feel like it definitely became a hot topic, buzz topic, you know, during the pandemic, you know, when nurses were definitely making more than, you know, they ever have. And uh, yeah, I just, I just wanted to be a really good resource uh, for the community. So that's what made me kind of dive completely in. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's a, I was just having this conversation actually with somebody earlier today and we were talking about, you know, sometimes um, and it's not just nurses, it's, it's people in general, but since my audience is nurses, I was working with a nurse who, you know, didn't, wasn't uh, really interested in understanding the numbers so much. And I think a lot of us try and hide from numbers, um, so that we can continue doing what we want, um, until we hit kind of like a brick wall and kind of like what you said, like when nurses are making a lot of money, particularly in the pandemic, and you have all this income coming in, all of a sudden your lifestyle goes up, right? <laughs> and you start spending, but that doesn't mean it's always going to come in that way. And how do you make the money work so that you have a continual flow coming in? Um, and so why don't you give us a little background about um, how you learn to do what it is that you do and what it is that you do? Yeah. So, I mean, you touched on a really good point. Uh, I think a, a lot of nurses that have even started during the pandemic or even nurses that were doing it for a while and then, you know, got these rates that were four, 5,000, 10,000 a week. Um, I think it allowed people to do things way, way beyond most people's means. Um, so now that that's kind of like reverted back to the mean, I think people are still kind of left doing that. And it's, 
it's definitely putting them at odds or even in the hole. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think people have to make it that adjustment when they are making the transition for sure. And I, I feel like it's a transition that's still going now. Um, but yeah, basically when, you know, I started, I, I real I was still living paycheck to paycheck for, I would say for my first year as a traveler, just because kind of like what you said, my lifestyle, uh, you know, crept up. Um, but then I realized I, you know, I, I wanted to be left with something and that's what just, I started reading, listening to podcasts, you know, watching YouTube videos. Um, and then, and then eventually got to a point where I was starting spreading the message. Um, people were reaching out to me on social media, not about, you know, where I was traveling to or fun things I was doing, but it was asking me finance questions. Um, so that's really when I, I thought, Hey, I should become an expert in this. And that's what, you know, and, and, it, you know, led me to get the certification uh, that I did. So I, I got a financial educator certification and I really, I, I really only got that just to kind of prove my expertise and kind of hone my skills and knowledge on most of the t personal finance topics. And that's what I kind of apply and preach to others I'm, uh, along with my own experiences. And that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, you know, I, I've been spreading the knowledge, like tips, insights, whatever I can. And then any nurses that reach out to me, um, you know, I can work with them one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, I am in the future working on more of a, a group dynamic. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, unraveling that. Right. Um, so in terms of like, so you get all this money, let's say you're making five, ten thousand thousand dollars a week um and and nurses are coming to you saying like what do i do with this money um i mean what where do you start helping them to understand how to um use their money or, or invest their money yeah i mean i think i think those rates are kind of simmering simmering down but even now you know hey with rates you know they could be two to three thousand a week you know it's still enough money to still enjoy and and you know add value to your life but also save so I really just kind of help them um, find their target, you know, what their what goal are they trying to reach? Because that kind of dictates like how aggressive they want to be. Um, and then we kind of just map out a plan to help them get to that target. I show them kind of how to balance a budget, you know, planning a contract so they know how much money they have coming in and, you know, how much they may need to save every week or every two weeks uh, to hit their goals. Um, and then, yeah, I just teach them about the different investment options that are out there um and then ways to save money you know because there is a lot of investment options that maybe are not the best you know they cost a lot there's a lot of fees and sometimes even uh i would say a lot of nurses they're under the impression that you know they don't need to learn about finances they could just let you know a financial advisor uh just handle everything for them and be hands off but then when they finally open up to me and they show me you know all the fees that they're paying and things like that you know, it's really eye-opening and they, and they realize that they could do it mostly themselves, you know, at, at this stage, you know, until maybe later on down the line, it, you know, they could benef benefit for some of that financial planning. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's where I, I really just try to um, spread the financial literacy, literacy. So they, they at least understand it and they realize, you know, the more they save and invest now will only better their future. And it's, it's finding that balance, you know, cause I, I never want them just living in the spreadsheets um, and just getting so caught up in that where they, they can't enjoy their life. So it's kind of fi finding that holistic balance as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. Um, you know, cause, um, we certainly, uh, what you just said, I think is an important point because one of the things that as nurses, a lot of times we don't really ask ourselves what it is that we want. Right. And if you do come into a large amount of money, it's easy to just kind of split 
charge and spend on it. But, you know, if you had a clear goal of what it is that you actually wanted and you stopped and asked yourself what it was that you wanted, uh, a lot of times it's already in your grasp, but, you know, like you don't have to make mounds and mounds of money. And I, I did this exercise once where I was like, oh, you know, I, I'd really like to have house cleaners come in weekly. Right. And when I really mapped it out, I'm like, I don't need to bring in like $10,000 a month to afford this. This is not a big deal. Right. Um, so it, just knowing what you want, I think is half the battle. Uh, and is that, it sounds like that's what you are doing with the nurses is helping them to define what it is that's important to them. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, you know, I think the biggest thing with finances is at least kind of understanding your kind of like what you value most, or just really like your mindset around money. Because as you said, you know, you know, sometimes we put off like, oh, we can never do this. And so we're making X amount of money. But, you know, depending on other things you're doing in, in your life, you may be able to afford it now, you know, if you just cut back very smallly on something else. Um, so I think putting that into perspective and then just giving them like a realistic scenario of, hey, if they're continue with, you know, continue with this investing or saving rate now, you know, hey, this is what they could realistically end up with end up with in 15 to 20 years, even, you know, in a short amount of time and they're mind blown, you know, I, cause I, I don't think they realize the power of, you know, time and, and, you know, and consistency too. So, um, I think just that aspect, just showing them how like all the numbers work and how, you know, Hey, if you just do it consistently and do it for a long time, you know, and just having that balance, you know, you can get there, you know, it's not some monumental task. So sometimes you can kind of just have all these systems in place and they're doing it and you, you know, you, you can step back and just enjoy life, you know? Yeah. I, I, years ago, I had this app on my phone and it was called Squirrely or something. And it was connected to my bank account and it would like squirrel away like 50 cents here, two cents there, a dollar there. And every day it was taking something out of my bank account. Um, and after a while, like, and I didn't even notice, I, you know, had no idea. I forgot about it. And one day I went back into it and there was like a couple thousand dollars in that account. And I was like, holy, sh you know, <laughs> yeah. I was really excited. But the only reason I went back into that account was because they all of a sudden added a fee. You know, I don't, I don't know, it was like $2 a month for the stupid app. And, you know, for whatever reason, I thought that was outrageous. So I canceled it, but I had $2,000 from like scrolling away like 50 cents. So it's not like you have to put away a thousand dollars a month, you know, you put away 10 cents a day, like it, it adds up. Like you said, the time component is really powerful. And yeah, um, and, and, and most travel nurses are, I'm speaking, I guess, just travel nurses, but it can apply to a lot. You know, we still have many more years, you know, probably until we're retirement. I'm sure there are also some nurses maybe listening to this that are closer to retirement, but even then they have ways to catch up it doesn't have to be so monumental, you know, even small amounts make a big difference over the long run, like you said. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and we've had a lot of nurses come to us because they want to start a business, but what they're trying to do is get out of debt. And we always kind of have to have a heart to heart with those nurses, because I think there's a very distinct difference. And I love people like you out there. There's a distinct difference between starting a business and investing in a business that you're running and building wealth or, you know, reducing debt. Um, and there's a, you know, <laughs> they're very distinct things, but, you know, I think people mistake entrepreneurialism with wealth building, um, which it can be certainly, but uh, it's certainly not a way to get out of debt. Um, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? No, I mean, I think right now, as great as social media is, uh, you know, it's 
connecting all of us. You know, we could reach more people than probably any other time in history. But sometimes I feel like, you know, if, if people are just going through social media, they see a million and a half different ways people are like doing something so successful. Sometimes I feel like they have a little bit of, you know, just a flight of ideas, like there's all over the place. So they just think, oh, all I need to do is, you know, start XYZ business and I'll be making, you know, $50,000 a month. But, you know, it's, it's not as easy as everybody makes it seem. So sometimes that ne is not necessarily the answer. But, you know, I, I don't discredit anybody that wants to be an entrepreneur and pursue something that they're passionate about. I mean, hey, I'm, I'm doing it for myself. Uh, but, you know, but there's a difference between kind of taking on debt to, you know, try to build some huge business versus maybe just, you know, saving and, and uh, enough money that maybe you're educating yourself, like maybe you're paying for a course or a, a mastermind or a conference, where then you're learning skills that you could then kind of transfer to that self business. And then once you get to a point where, you know, you have all the skills, you're, you're ready to take that next step, then maybe, you know, you can take on extra funding from someone else, some from someone else, if you truly believe, you know, that you can take that next step, but kind of, jumping right to you know 10 steps ahead without all of those steps in between i feel like is a recipe for disaster so i see some people you know saying like oh you know i have fifty thousand hundred thousand you know business credit possible but like what are you going to do with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah and also i mean i think this is one of the things that you have to get under wraps uh because how you spend your personal money it's going to be how you spend the business money, right? So if, if you are, um, you know, just if you're not, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know how to spend the money, you don't know how to uh, work with the money in your personal life, and you're constantly in debt, I mean, you're that's going to transfer over to a business. So one of the things that I had er learned early on, uh, and I had never heard this term before, uh, like six or seven years ago, but uh, it was uh, a woman who was talking about your money story and, you know, your relationship to money. Uh, and it was, it really sat with me because, you know, it was one of those things that I'd never thought of. I'd never heard that concept before. I'd never thought about like my relationship to money. Uh, Cause there's kind of that icky feeling, right? Like you're not supposed to talk about money or think about money or want money or, or whatever the case may be. Um, but I, I think it's something that we all have to understand about ourselves. Yeah, I, I think you you hit a, an important subject. I think a lot of times, even just the public eye, and maybe honestly, it translates subconsciously to healthcare professionals, is we're kind of seen as a altruistic profession. And sometimes people outside public don't want us to talk about money and, you know, because they think we should just be doing it because we want to help people. And that's it. But yes, we could do that. But then we also need to, you know, make a living and take care of ourselves. So that's why I think it's important for it to be in the forefront, just so healthcare professionals can take care of themselves, their families and their futures. So that's another reason why I'm trying to bring it, you know, to the public eye and the forefront of everybody's minds is just, just so people are aware and, you know, it's not as taboo. I know, you know, it's sometimes viewed as taboo, but I think if we're all just cognizant of it, you know, then we're all maybe hopefully just trying to help one another get ahead. Right, right. Um, okay. So in terms of like, um, you know, the other thing I, I think about a lot is how much easier it is to reduce your expenses than to bring extra money in. And I, I know when I was working bedside, 
uh, and this is another issue that we have with some of our nurses, but I always had, like, I would just collect jobs, right? Um, and I would live up to whatever income level I was at, uh, depending on how many jobs I had at the time. Um, but, you know, to, to uh, you know, how do you get nurses to, uh, or the people that you're working with, how do you uh, help them to set up the lifestyle that they want and the income level that would be appropriate for that without working every single hour of the day, seven days a week, which is you know, yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's, pretty close that's, to it. <laughs> no, that's a good point. So, I mean, I think the first thing I kind of show them when they, you know, their answer is just like, oh, I'll just work, you know, X amount of shifts or, you know, I'll work however many hours of overtime. First off, I get them to kind of realize, you know, how much their value is when they're working that overtime, because then, you know, after taxes, after commute, you know, your after report, report, when you're getting report, all of that time adds up, you know, and then when you really break down hourly, like how much it was worth for you to be there, it is way less than it looks initially on paper. Um, so I think I, I get them to think about that. Um, and then, Hey, what else could they be doing with that time? Hey, if they're, Oh, I got to work more so then I could go, you know, enjoy, more time with my family. Well, if you, you know, this didn't work, you'd probably have the time. So I think it's finding that balance there. Um, and then also just, you know, buying maybe even assets or just investing in themselves to find ways they can make more income. Cause you're right. It is easy. I would say the easiest thing to limit your expenses, but only to a certain point, you know, where it starts kind of cutting into your, you know, your just overall kind of feeling about your living situation. But I think there are reasonable ways for nurses to increase their income, you know, outside of just picking up shifts. So I think that's another thing to just to kind of bring their to their attention is there is a lot of other options and it doesn't necessarily have to be directly more shifts. Um, so I think, you know, maybe just investing in something that, you know, whether it be passively or something they're kind of actively working on, they can make them income when they're, you know, not at work per se. So just finding ways to, instead of exchanging your time for money, but rather money coming in kind of regardless if you're working or not. So trying to get them to that mindset shift. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I know I just going over my credit card statements, which is not something that I love to do, but you know, I, <laughs> I go through it and, and I do it because years ago, I had so many subscriptions. I don't even know how I got on these subscribe. Like I paid for like Cooking Light magazine for years. I I don't even cook. Like I don't know <laughs> how I was paying for this stupid magazine. You know, um, so there's there's stuff like that where you can you can save money just by looking at your credit card statements or your PayPal subscriptions or whatever, and just start deleting stuff. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a good point. A lot of times people don't even realize they're still subscribed for things. And, it, you know, it's what, 20 bucks a month or 50 bucks a month or, you know, 100. And then before you know, you realize it, it's, it's, you know, a big chunk that you're really not even using half those things. So sometimes you can cancel all those subscriptions and you're, it's really not going to change your life too much. As you said, like, you know, like, I don't even cook that much, but I was subscribed to this magazine. So... <laughs> Right. Um, now, what is some advice that you have for nurses who are looking to retire from the bedside or to um, get away from the bedside and, and do something else so they do have more time? Yeah, I mean, gosh, I'm, I'm sure you saw that report, you know, that was like, I think it was CNN or somebody it was like 70% of the nurses they polled, you know, were wanting to leave the bedside. And I'm really feeling that, you know, just the pulse on the community. A lot of nurses, that's what they're asking about. You know, they're that's what they're planning for. So, I mean, that's a whole nother topic and conversation, but 
I think a lot of nurses are looking uh, towards that. So I think the biggest thing, rather than just making a cold turkey switch, I would say is just making sure you're financially secure and you have a bit of a runway that you can take a chance on something else and not necessarily like kind of failing and reverting right back to it because you, you know, ran out of money or you're taking on debt. Um, so I think just having a financial runway so you can take a risk, you know, hit, like take a month off or two months off to find your dream job or pursue entrepreneurship. You know, it's a lot easier to do if you have, you know, three to six months of living expenses, sto you know, stored away than if you, you know, had a ton of credit card debt, no savings, and you're like trying to be an entrepreneur or start a new, start a new career. I mean, I'm sure it's been done. But I'm, it's a lot easier, you know, when you can take that risk and not be, you know, lying awake every night. Um, so I yeah. think just being financially prepared allows you to kind of take more opportunities than the people that are not financially ready. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you took off uh, a month or so as well. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, once again, you know, I was in the position I, you know, took a month or so off. I mean, it had a lot to do with some of the life events I was going through. But, you know, if I wasn't financially ready, you know, that could have been a financial disaster paying for, you know, some of the events that we had going on. I got, you know, we got married, but then it also allowed me to kind of, you know, continue coaching clients, which I was doing and realizing, you know, having another stream of income, you know, allowed me to have that flexibility. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's great to have a job that you can rely on, but, you know, if you have many sources of income and you, you become much less reliant just on one you know, particular job or position. So. Right. Absolutely. I definitely put that in my head for sure. <laughs> um, all right. So um, as, as this grows, as your social media account grows, um, I mean, what are you looking to do? What are you looking to expand into and what's your vision of success for, for this business for yourself? Um, honestly, I would, I would love to grow it as, as big as possible. My, my overall mission is to make sure every healthcare professional, especially, you know, traveling healthcare, because, you know, that's really close to me, you know, something I did and kind of, you know, triggered me to do all of this. I want to make sure they all have the tools necessary, necessary to have financial freedom sooner than later, and kind of enjoy the process along the way. I want to make it, you know, really easy for them to learn, relatable, um, and yeah, just be able to get on the track a lot sooner. Uh, avoid all the mistakes that I did. So I would say that's my overall mission. I would love to get it to a point, uh, like I said, where I, I was doing the group coaching. I would love to get that to the point where I'm I'm doing that primarily. Uh, you know, I, I still would like to do some things with nursing because I, I do still have a passion for that. Uh, but I think my bigger passion is, is coaching, finances. Uh, you know, I got a chance to speak at TravCon. That was a really amazing experience. So I would, I would love to do that more. So just really looking forward to the future and, and, you know, continue, continuing to see what I could uh, make of it. Awesome. All right. Well, if nurses who are listening to this want to find out more or get coaching from you or just uh, look you up on social media, where do they go? Um, so you can go to, right now, primarily uh, the, the main source is go to my Instagram. It's financially fit nurse uh, at financially fit nurse just shoot me a message or kind of just scroll through my feed and see if there's anything that uh, you pick up some insights and kind of go from there continue to follow along. I'm, I'm kind of diving into real estate a little bit now too. So I'm, I'm going to be sharing uh, my journey on, along that as well. So hopefully I'll be giving some awesome content and it's uh, an, an easy, easy follow for anybody that's out there. 
Awesome. Uh, well, Anthony, thank you so much for sharing this with us today. Yeah, Katie, thank you so much for having me on here. Uh, you know, now you have me as a, a weekly listener. <laughs> awesome. This is Katie Harris saying thanks for listening. Remember, if you're a nurse who is ready to start this type of business that you heard about here today on this podcast or any other idea that is burning a fire inside of you, let's talk it out. Click the link inside the show notes to schedule your private discovery call with my team. No sales. This call is just to determine what your idea is and if we can help. Until next time, keep making your impact, nursepreneurs.